welcome to the latest episode. I keep forgetting what number we're on, so at this point I'm just going to say the latest episode of Sheev's Throne Room Podcast, and this week we're talking about uh, Light of the Jedi, so spoilers ahead. If you haven't listened to it, or don't care, turn it off. Uh, this week it's me, Adrian, and Sean, because uh, we're the only ones that actually read it. So, first off, uh, what are you guys' like overall thoughts, con- concerns, impressions? It feels like an introduction to like a TV show. They're talking about every character and stuff. So it's kind of like a slow start, more or less, for me. Is this but... the first Star Wars book you've read, Adrian? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most invested I've been to Star Wars ever. <laughs> so I'm lost. So much was happening. So it but... sounds like Operation Convert Adrian into a hardcore Star Wars fan is going I'll to never get there, plan. but... Uh... I'll be definitely uh, more into Star Wars within this next year. This is how I've it ever... happens, though. Yeah, but this is how it happens. Like, like you get started on a book. You read a book, and you're like, mm-hmm. fuck, this was good. And then you read another book, and you're like, oh, man. And then you go to, like, I don't know, Celebration. And then you're like, well, I'm hooked. <laughs> and then you start collecting stuff. And then when you start collecting Lego figurines, that's when you know... No, 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 stop. Stop <laughs> there. I'm not going to turn into Encyclopedia Cuck over here. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, yeah, that would be Cuck... amazing. I would. <laughs> Cuck is the Jedi archives all in one person. I'm Jocasta. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if Jocasta knew had all of the, uh, all of the data in her brain. Uh, um, my general overall take on it was, um, one, it was not bad. It was, it was, I'm going to preface everything I say in this episode, which is episode seven, by the way, um, I'll pre- preface everything in this episode as, um, I listened to the audiobook, and that was a different experience for me. Um, and I mentioned this to you, like when we were talking about this mm-hmm. offline, um, but I feel like listening like the the way that i generally read books is by you know reading them um so audiobooks are kind of a new thing for me a new thing in that i haven't ever invested seriously into like a whole audiobook with like characters and like a story and like all this generally they're more like the the self-help books where i could listen to someone talk about it for a few hours like those are the ones that i generally listen to in audiobook format um but this one was was different because you had a single a single narrator narrating everyone's voices and for me that really made it hard to separate out the different characters he does a fantastic job of like creating the different voices but it still wasn't enough separation for me for me to like mentally create create and build these voices that were attached to characters who were unique and individual so i had a bit of an issue with the characters in general again i don't think that's a problem with the writing or the book itself i think that's more just me adapting to an audiobook kind of setup um so overall Kind of the same way as Adrian, like same thing as Adrian. Like it, it felt like an introduction to a lot of different characters, a lot of different stuff um, that was a little bit hard to keep up with. Um, you've mentioned like Game of Thrones a couple yeah. times, and that does feel pretty accurate. It's very much like Game of Thrones, watching it for the first time and being yeah. or reading it and being like, "Who the hell's family is they from, and what Jedi are?" Yeah, yeah like, yeah. But it was a really cool book overall. It yeah. it was definitely the most like expansive of the books. Um, strictly for me, I listen all audiobook. Like that's all I do. I don't read anything. Um, so I'm used to the narration and all that. Um, mm-hmm. but for this book, it in terms of the canon, it was the most expansive and like it felt like a movie in book form back in the mm-hmm. old days of Legends. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. which is great. Uh, <clears throat> what did you I, think of it overall? I loved it. I. I they added some really cool stuff with uh, how Jedi perceive the Force and how each individual sees it differently, and I love that. Because yeah. um, that's, I feel like that's something that gets lost in the prequel era, uh, which, I mean, I think they're going to lead into. Which, I don't know. Uh, there's some really, really cool stuff. Mar- uh, Martian Rowe is one of the best Star Wars villains out there. Oh my god, Martian Rowe. Dude's yeah. so sick. <laughs> So um all the stuff with like the paths and all that i'm like that's never been done that's cool um 
the great disaster was brutal. Like <laughs> describing the families just disintegrating in, in air was like, holy crap. It's a good way to kick it off for sure. Um, I'm pretty sure Avar Chris and Elzar Man are boning. <laughs> oh yeah. If you weren't sure of that by the end of the book, um, then you weren't reading that book. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, that's what that's there. But overall, I yeah. I really liked it. I thought it was a really good setup. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of storylines that I'm curious to see play out as their own stories. Um like the Avar Chris story, like how she got to where she is, that's gonna be a whole like once people really connect with her as a character, they're going to want more. And that's I think when we'll probably get more content kind of exploring her life. Maybe not as like individual books, but maybe just more in the stories as they kind of roll out um of her revisiting her past and what happened there. Um but there's also like where's Beriara gonna go? Um like the 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 one that I think everyone probably is I wouldn't say most excited for, but the one that kind of feels like the most like the next step in the story is definitely Bell's story. Um, yeah. Because you have, you know, Loden, who's now a prisoner um, of uh, Martian Rowe, who's like launching his own thing. Like, I, I, the end of the book really grabbed me. Where like the middle of the book may have lost me a little bit, the end of the book grabbed me again. Like the last, like, probably four chapters, I was just like, oh, 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 oh. Uh. Okay, now this is good. You know, I got, I got that little like. You read a good plot twist, you get those chills. Got that. That's how I gauge whether a book is like, you know, a really good book. Um, at least you know towards the end, and definitely had that. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot there that can kind of turn into. Uh, it, 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 like you said, it's expansive. Like there's a lot that you can kind of expand into from this. It kind of like as a like a big bang for this section of Star Wars, just kind of explode with all these stories that we can now kind of follow along and i'll be excited to see literally all of them they're all really really interesting characters yeah porter angle is the dopest jedi that they've ever made oh, he was the porter cook. Angle? yeah he's the cook oh that's right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's like the, the <laughs> like brutal warrior he's just a cook now yes yep the one that everybody was like Oh, he's just, you know, we've heard stories about him, but he's just like, you know, he's just a cook. He's just kind of chill. No one's really seen him like pull out the big guns and then he pulls out the big guns and you're like, whoa. Um, all the stuff with the Lars, Lars or the Santeca clan is all good. Like, I, I love the mm -hmm. stuff that's in the background of all this. There's a th I just want to see what the night he'll do. Yeah. Like, just more. I just want more of them. Well, you guys haven't seen the Drenger yet. Like that's in the um, Into the Darkness. That's the third book. The right, Drenger, right. like them mixed in with the Nihil, it is gonna be interesting. Um, I there's a theory going around that the Cloud Riders from Solo, like Emphis Nest and stuff like that, are descendants mm -hmm. of the Nihil, just because of the um, mm -hmm. they, the Nihil call themselves like strikes clouds all that and then the uh emphasis nest is literally called the cloud riders and they have wear masks and stuff like that so i really like that theory um what what were little parts of the book that you guys really liked oh um i would say the chase scene for whatever reason oh with really Damn, is that the last part I think that's the last the chase act. With the, the, the chase of the family? Like that. Yeah, the chase of the family was... Well, it was like the end of the second and the beginning of the third act, right? Yeah. There were three total, right? Or my, mm -hmm. don't make I was going to say that one, too. Because the yeah, first was, was... First was the great disaster. The th second one was like basically figuring out what was going on. And then I guess the yeah. final was like them chasing and then also like attacking that their armada. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I yeah, that one much saying they're unstoppable. Well, I think right. That. Yeah, that was kind of the there. There was kind of the there was the introduction. There was the chaos of the introduction of all of these different elements, and then the middle part was kind of a uh, the settling, figuring out where everyone was, what everyone was doing, figuring out the great disaster's cause, as well as the you know the flip side of that, Marshan Rowe kind of consolidating his power and figuring out how he was going to 
make his grand scheme turn into the big reveal at the end. And then the end is really was just kind of the big reveal for everything. Like everything just kind of sped up and turned into this like epic climax at the end. Um, but no, for like, from like just the, I guess from the, the perspective of like something that felt very star Wars, that chase scene felt very star Wars for some reason. Like I could imagine every inch of it. And it was just like, it was thrilling um and you didn't know what was going to happen and you kept hoping there wasn't plot armor and there wasn't a lot of plot armor no, <laughs> so it was like no, there was like whoa they're going to kill people they're killing they're killing people okay, I'm like wow, they might right. straight up kill the kids in this. I was like they might kill these kids I was saying uh, that he's like just throw them out I'm like what do you mean throw them out of the ship <laughs> <laughs> and he did that I was like damn they went there yeah yeah they went there I will say I will say like like the uh that entire piece was like a really really good piece because then it kind of transitioned into the big like the ambush you know uh, yeah. the what was it the strike uh what was her name um oh frick i forget her name it's one of she's one of the, the leaders yes she's one of the clouds no no she's not a cloud she's a uh she is a strike right I, i'm still I trying to keep Honestly, it's been a little bit. I finished it like a month and a half ago. Uh, it's Tempest yeah. Runner. Tempest Runner. That's Tempest Runner. That's right. That's right. And, that and what's her name? Is her name was uh... Panada. No. No. Lornetti. That's what it was. Lornetti. There you go. Yep. Um, so yeah, when Lornetti shows up, um, that was like you were just like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? And then. Like there was, there was definitely that traditional buildup to that point, which I kind of appreciated. Where Loden Greatstorm has like, like, kind of like touching moment with Bell, where he's like, "You're a master. I'm gonna, pr- or you're a Jedi. You're gonna I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be there." Blah 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 blah. He's like, "Oh, that's so great." I'm like, "Oh, yeah." I'm like, dead. "Oh, he's never, he's, he's not making it out of this." Yeah. There's no. Yep. This is. Yep. There we go. Okay. Cool. Nice setup. It was too predictable, so I didn't love the predictability of it there, but I did kind of love the heads up, which kind of ended up in a good spot because like he doesn't die <laughs> but he is part of this whole entire plan which we're now you know you didn't find out until like the very very end which i appreciated um like when martian rose kind of whole plan fell out, which was my second favorite part was when his plan kind of unveiled because it was a very good like <gasps> oh like when you start to see like how he like masterminded everything from behind the scenes and maybe had this planned out in a lot more in advance i did not give him that much credit like he was a cool bad guy. Yeah, but he wasn't a really cool everything. bad guy. Literally right. everything. Yeah. See yeah. the one who said like I never wanted these miners in the first place. I wanted the Jedi's. Yeah. Or was that... He okay. knew that he knew that there was a outpost there. He was the one that called the yeah. Jedi. Okay, cuz that's cuz that cuz that's where the uh, the uh, narrator's voices got me mixed up. I'm like, "Wait, who's talking? Is this Yep. Martian yeah. or yeah. Um, okay. That when they described Loden's leg breaking when he was coming into the airlock, I'm like, oh, uh-huh. oh yeah. Uh huh. There, there was, there was definitely a lot more respect for space. Yeah, it, um, I've, we haven't really seen that. Right. It, like that's something that definitely felt like it was. It's been missed in other, you know, and like Star Wars was never focused on the fact of like the physics and the probability yeah. of you know ships in space, like. They've managed to explain how all of it works in the pro, you know, over the years. But like the older, the older movies, the older books, they didn't really explain it. Like there was, there was a bit here and there. It's like some of the more, um, like I don't want to call them smart, but some of the more like detail obsessed authors kind of wrote them into their stories of like, well, space, and this is what happens, and this is this, and this is this. Um, there was a lot of respect for space, and like you got kind of you got the feeling that they were in space, and that space was like a threat, I guess. Um, so I appreciated that in the writing. That was that was a that was a detail I appreciated. A that lot. whole scene of him landing on that the, what was it like the ship or whatever when yeah. trying to rescue the the dad reminded me mm-hmm. a lot of the Expanse. Yes, mm, very much, yeah. very much. Just in how they describe space and how he was landing and everything like that. Mm-hmm. sucking all the airlock opening and all that i don't know it felt very much like the expanse to me yeah which I, yeah, it's not I a bad thing yeah um i yeah. really liked all this like my i think my favorite out of my favorite character obviously martian real dude's dope but yeah um elzar man i th- think he's gonna play a huge part later on 
with his like precognitive abilities or whatever that is with his vision that he had at the end there but mm-hmm. i just think he's kind of cool he's also like kind of the grant the father of the jedi mind trick which is cool oh is he really yeah yeah he's that was one of his techniques that he because he's his whole thing is he wants to he never wants to use the force the same way twice and he's the one that kind of oh my gosh okay i okay sorry i just had a moment just now where i tied an earlier portion of the book to a later portion of the book where i had a better understanding of who elzar man was i didn't realize that he was the one that was doing that because i remember that being talked about for some reason i thought that was some like older ah, okay no, i'm tying the, parts he, of the story together elzar man, yeah. yeah 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 okay cool elzar man's cool um, he reminds me of I li- and uh, quinlan boss yes yes i legit thought that he was going to be um a bad guy because the start of that chapter was like the enemy or was it the prologue? I think it was the prologue. Yeah, um, but it was titled like The Enemy. And I was like, oh, crap. Betrayal in the Jedi Order. No. <laughs> Not yet. Then, Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Nope. Nope. We're still good. He's he's just having a really bad. He's just having a really bad vision. Um, but yeah, I I got to appreciate him a little bit more towards the end. And I think I appreciate him, him more now that I've tied his story together with the part that I couldn't keep track of early in the mm. early in the book. So, yeah. Adrian, who's your favorite? Uh, so I'm trying to decide. I'm like, I'm thinking through characters. Uh, besides Martian Rowe, because I feel like it's just a popular, like, a lot of people. Everybody like likes Martian Rowe. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I really liked, I like Belle. Yeah, uh, Belle's dope. I, I honestly, there's not a character I didn't like in this, but. Like, for the, like, just the whole story of, like, hearing him. Like for who he was and how he is reaching to get out of being a Padawan. Um, and Ember is dope. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was cool. I'm really looking forward to like what else we're gonna see from Bell. Yeah, I I definitely enjoyed I enjoyed the the I don't want to call it the politics side of this one, but there oh, was definitely like, the Chancellor is dope. I love. Oh, she's, she's amazing. So cool. Yeah, I like understanding the role of the chancellor. Like, I feel like I got a better understanding for like what the chancellor does in the government system of the Republic. Yeah, because all we're um, used to is seeing Palpatine, and we all know right. how that Yeah, yeah. Like, like the the prequels didn't really do much to kind of fill that information in, or really like flesh that side of that out. It ju- you just kind of saw what happened or read what happened, and kind of associated it to like how things work today in, you know, modern republics. And it didn't, like, there was no real, there's no life in it. And this one really brought that together. Um, especially, like, I this is a weird detail, but I love that there's a mountain. Yeah, so that's, been, that's never been touched. That's been talked about in, like, other books, but obviously, like, in, uh, like, the Rebellion era and stuff like that, and it's just buried because the city finally swallowed it up but like yeah. I, I love that detail because that it has been talked about that there what there's one mountain but the city's just gone above it and i love that they put that in there yeah because yeah, she's a oh go sorry go ahead, go ahead i was gonna say the original concept for for um coruscant like way back before it was even shown had a mountain rage and stuff like that so I, it was just little yeah. stuff that they pulled out from there um nice. They even talked about it. I, I think it was heir to the empire, like Timothy Zahn's first book there. Yeah, where, where uh, Luke's drinking hot cocoa and <laughs> looks over and sees the mountain, a mountain, of course. And that was before we've ever seen it. So I don't know. It was just a cool little detail. It's named the same in uh, in Legends as it is now. Gotcha. Yeah, Lena So was Lena So was definitely probably one of my favorite characters in the book. She yeah. was. She, I don't know. There was, there was like, I'm not usually a fan of politicians in Star Wars just because I'm like, eh, whatever. Like, Padme was like Padme. She wasn't really a politician. She was, but she wasn't like, like there was, there was a politician. Like her, that was her job, but that wasn't the focus. Lena so was like a politician, but you loved the fact that she was a politician and she was kind of a badass. And she had the two Targons, um, which until I saw the the clip that they did in the comic clip, the comic book panel panel that actually showed the Targon, I was like, I don't know what a Targon looks like. 
So I just kind of Stupid. imagined them as big cats. Yeah. And then when I actually saw the picture, I was like, oh, that's kind of badass. Um, I didn't know either. And I just saw the picture of it. I was like, oh, shit. It's literally two These lines. are cool as fuck. Yeah. Like yeah. The, 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 political, the political maneuvering and gymnastics that she did were, were incredible. Um, the espionage elements that were thrown into it were also fantastic. Like, it just you know, it had a good feeling. It kind of reminded me a little bit of some of the politics that you get into in Clone Wars when you're dealing with um, uh, Obi Wan and uh, the Mandalorians. Yeah, Mandalorian stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it very much felt like that. Like the the story had this like this uh, rich element that kind of was brought in by like in, like in detail bringing politics into it to kind of show you how it affects and impacts the story um so yeah that was that was cool i say this like the prequels never happened but i'll be honest i didn't connect with politics that much in the prequels politics has been more of like a a thing we kind of discuss around it and how like it really you know, like star wars really does have kind of all kinds of politics wrapped up into it um but i don't know this this was in, this was a, a piece that i really enjoyed in the book Yeah, I, overall, I, I really enjoy. I think it was a perfect starting off point. And I mean, there's a reason why it was um, New York Times bestseller for five weeks yeah. in a row or whatever. Like, I mean, yeah. it's literally it's literally like an introduction to like a show. Like, yeah. we're just introducing it's, it's everybody the to who they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, are, are you guys going to read Test of Courage or Into oh, the yeah. Dark? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because you said it's like they all tie in in certain ways. Yeah, like, they all not, tie in. Um, I mean, it's I, not the next thing that happens after this, but I think Skier, the the Trandoshan Jedi, is in all three at some point. Yeah, I think at the end I'll just ask you to send it to me, and then yeah, uh, the <laughs> first one, the I mean, the second one is basically like a young adult ad, uh, novel, so it's only like four hours long or something like that. Honestly, still recommend it. It's really good, actually. Oh, not sixteen. What's that? Not, not 16, 16 hours. No. Uh, Into the Dark is 13. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, actually really good as well. It's very different. They have a character that's very controversial in that. He's literally a rock. Named Geode. I see the... What's that? No, I was just looking at the books. Yeah. Um, the next one is coming out, I believe, in May by Kavan Scott. And I'm actually really excited about that one, too. Um, it's going to yes. have Stellan Geos, who is Elzor Man and um, Avar's like, Padawan buddy, the third wheel mm-hmm. to their banging fest. Uh huh. Sick. But I'll also, like, you will for that whole relationship. Stellan. No, stop. <laughs> 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 I was just joking. <laughs> yeah it, it, it's opened up a world of possibilities and then the fact that they even have yoda in there but he's not like the yoda we know it's, i don't know it's right. really cool i appreciate yeah. that like like they mentioned him but they didn't did. overemphasize like it was like oh master yoda he's a he's a really cool master but like <laughs> he's on sabbatical <laughs> right and yeah. he's also he's also not necessarily doing a whole lot right now because he's still pretty early on in his career he's like what well, actually, probably no. Not he's, no, he's on, on the council. He's just on. Sab- he's just on sabbatical from the council. Gotcha. So he's a, he's basically running around the universe in a ship, training uh, pad like padawans or young. Well, ones. isn't he? Isn't he? Yeah, isn't he filling out the uh, uh, what was that thing called? Um, the thing that keeps uh, the log of all younglings in the um, known universe. Oh, who knows? I haven't read the comic yet. All I know is that he found the purple thing on Marchiandro's ship on the last comics are the only thing I'm usually behind but by three months. Just because I don't have anywhere to find them and the uh, Marvel Unlimited app is three three months behind. So yeah, I, I was going to say, I, looked, I checked it out the other day and I was like, eh, it still doesn't have as much as I thought it would. The backlog, uh, though, is really, really good. Okay. Um, just what do you the, think of the What's up? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I. What's up? Oh, I was gonna say, what did you think of the the overall pacing of the book? Like, awesome. I thought it was pretty on point. Like, they, Troll like Soul it... is literally the best Star Wars writer there is. I, I will yeah. preach it to the ends of the earth. He, he's the guy that did the Darth Vader 
comic. He did the Poe Dameron comic. He was doing, uh, he's doing Star Wars Mainline right now. And now, right now, he's, they're about to release a uh, Boba Fett miniseries about, oh, nice. about Boba getting from um, Bespin to Jabba's Palace. And it's all the hunt, bounty hunters hunting him. Like, Charles Soule say... is literally oh, one of the best writers. What's that, Adrian? I was going to say, like, to, like, for the type of book it was and, like, to follow it along, it was pretty simple to understand. Like, I never got fully lost. I was like, wait, where the fuck am I? Like, what's happening here? It was really, like, okay, so we're here. This is what's happening. All right, I'm good. Let's listen. Um, but yeah, it wasn't anything hard to, like, understand. Yeah, no, it was... It never was... got lost. That's that's the beauty of how he does it. He does some very high level Star Wars like lore stuff that makes mm-hmm. sense. That you read it and you're like, oh, okay. As the common Joe, I know what's going on. He like he did some stuff with Vader. Um, it made that was super weird. Like if you'd seen it on the screen and it was any other way, you would be like, what the heck is happening? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the way he writes just makes it. Oh, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> it's just beautiful. I will literally like. He could write Star Wars for the end of till the end of time, and I would be happy. <laughs> but yeah, that that's me <laughs> fanboying over Charles Soul. <laughs> uh, it'd be fun to get uh get him on the podcast at some point in time in the future. Yeah. I'd... I almost met him at celebration. No, he wouldn't speak. Cook wouldn't speak the whole thing. I would just let him talk. He'd be trying to pick his chin up off the floor. <laughs> I almost met him at celebration, but we ended up going to a different panel instead. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, at the end of this book, did we end up with three Tempest Runners or Two. only one? Two. One of them died. Oh, that's. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. What's his name? Um, the guy with the gun getting on his crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got obliterated. Cassif. Yes, that's right. We that's ended right. up. We ended up with Pan Ada and Lorna D as the last two Tempest yeah. runners, and I'm sure we're going to get another one introduced. But yeah, I I seriously thought that they were going to let him run with the whole let's create a new Nihil, um, as like a an expansion to the universe to introduce. I like think we're going to see that with like Lorna D. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think Kassif was too. Uh, I mean, the dumbass went up against Moff Tarkin's uh, home planet. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, was that what? Oh, is that what he did? Yeah, that his that's uh, oh. that's Grand Moff Tarkin's home planet. Obviously, 200 years okay. in the past, but uh, like Iriadu, that's the name. Uh, I'm like, oh, that's how the moon got a chunk taken out of it. Was the Great Disaster? Yep. That's cool. But uh, yeah, yep. no, they're literally known for hunting. Like, they're the type of culture that they put their children in the woods, and if they don't survive, then they're just weak. Interesting. Okay. I mean, that's what this is basically what I'm going to be doing for the next probably few months as I finish reading the other books and then try to like piece it all together. Is like doing the uh, the glossary rundown of all the different names and all the different places and like looking up like what we already know of them. Yeah. I did a little bit of that because that honestly was helping to like kind of tie some stuff together. Um, but there's little pieces that I picked up. I was like, oh, okay, this is how, this is why this shows up the way it does. Oh, this is why this is impacted the way it is in the original trilogy. Well, and the fact that they show even put the Santacas in there, I was like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, he is the uh, old dude. Lore Santeca is the old dude at the beginning of Force Awakens that Kylo kills. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, that's oh, that's okay. All right, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. And then there's a um, another character in the in Test of Courage that shows up in Senate. She's a uh, Santa Staros's an- ancestor who is in the. Co- I don't know if you guys saw this way back when Disney first took over. They did a comic where they the big headliner was Han Solo's married, and that was Santa Staros. Um, Interesting. That but was she's, a canon, right? But no, no, it's a canon. But it was, uh, it was the, it was just like a con that they had run together way back in the day. Gotcha. Um, but that was like the big cliffhanger. It's like you're, uh, I'm Sana Solo or whatever. But um, she's showed up in like Doctor Afra and uh, actually her and Doctor Afra 
after banging, but that's yeah. But she's someone that's shown up in the comics, so I mean they have seeded this whole while. Nice. Um, there's some stuff in the Darth Vader comic that has shown up in this. Little details. Um, there's the Dooku Jedi Lost book, written by Kavan Scott, who's on the writer team. He talks right. about the Lost Twenty, which is what um Dooku is part of. But one of the Jedi is a, a just became a knight in the High Republic, that was one of the Fallen Twenty or Lost Twenty. So it's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, there's some there's some really cool stuff that just background information. That you don't need to enjoy this, obviously, but definitely not. But it but does it, make it more interesting, it cohesive, and stuff like that. It's something I really love. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. I honestly, I was gonna say we can speculate about what's gonna come next, but I have no freaking clue what's gonna. <laughs> I, was say, I don't. Yeah, that was the one thing. Like, like there was there were so many things that happened in this book that I'm like. Like there's there's you can do anything like the book itself is a very is very much like its own story, which is great, but it also begs a sequel or five or 20. Yeah, which that's um, what Kavan Scott's is like the direct sequel to it in May. Right. So gotcha. OK. Well, that's good. Not too not too long to wait. Have a uh, have any of the the toxic community come out and oh yeah they like we shit all over this yet yeah they won't read they said it's sjw trash and i'm like wait the light of the jedi yeah if really? so i'm like clearly you haven't read this book because it's not dude <laughs> I, I, uh, huh yeah <laughs> is it because lena so is a is the is no, a woman and it's just the character designs and they're like oh, oh avar, avar chris is a woman that's a jedi master it, it doesn't make any sense i'm pretty sure it's just out there because people are sorry who cares yeah exactly <laughs> like it does it does not matter whatsoever um, gonna base, never judge a book by its cover damn it like I, i'm like just read the book it's literally one of the best star wars things we've had in years yeah they're and then another gripe they're mad about geode in uh into the dark like i said he's uh -huh. literally a rock he's a sentient rock uh -huh. but uh -huh. the way he if you looking at him he's literally a rock but like in the book he's great like i don't know how to describe it i can't really uh say anything without spoiling anything but he's he's great okay, okay. um but they're obviously mad at that because they're like oh they're, it's a rock that's just ra lazy writing <laughs> so um they got mad at the into the dark or into the test of courage justina ireland because uh -huh. she's black um and she said that white people are racist, and she, they got mad about that. And I'm like, so maybe they are. I was, yeah, I say, but 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 there are white people who are racist. So like, why would why is why is that pissing anybody well, off? Well, and it wasn't even like saying that white people. Were, she was just it was back when um, BLM and stuff was happening. Like she was just uh, putting out support, and they attacked yeah. her and stuff like that. Wow. So, cool. like, I'm pretty sure. Charles Soule as a person has only the only one that hasn't got anything because he's a white dude. Yeah. But he would also be the biggest proprietor, like defender of everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's just a lot of bullshit, but well, fuck him. Exactly. <laughs> Zach, Zach Snyder <laughs> basically <laughs> put the nail in coffin for one of them. So mm -hmm. I'm who knows? Yep. Yep. God. We need more. We need more people like him. Um, Honestly, like side, like this isn't Star Wars, but Zack Snyder is. A, I, I, I don't want him to direct a movie. I would like him to direct a, uh, a TV episode because I mm -hmm. just don't really enjoy his stories, but I enjoy how he directs movies, and I enjoy. I think he's a decent human being. Yeah. For now. <laughs> yeah. Until we find <laughs> yeah, out that he like yeah. killed somebody or something. Yeah. Yeah. Until we figure out what his skeletons are. Yeah. Fuck. So oh. the people who, everybody who's been coming out with like Star Wars books from the High Republic, do they have any sort of collaboration or are they just write? Yeah. No, there, they there's want? five of them and they basically have had, they have all three phases planned out together. Okay. So I'm like looking because Justine, uh, Justine Ireland. Justina Ireland, like 
those people they've all like talked to each other like yep. this is where we're going yeah okay and like, like they will have their own story beats that they're writing but they'll talk they know where the story is going next but they're keeping it within the universe like we're not gonna do something completely random that you're not yeah following. exactly they, they're okay. all working on together that's what makes the, makes this God. project so special good um yeah it, it's like they've been planning this for years and they have the they have the entire story planned out so like each one is going to go down their own path yeah, of like there's there's room to zig and zag there's room to zig and zag but the yeah. overall overarching story is going to be the same oh who who are you guys like what what's what what part of light of the jedi are you guys excited to see developed are you excited to see the nihil developed more oh, yeah. like a, a a bad guy i want to um, see, i'm excited to see jedi. i'm excited to see the slow moral decay of the jedi same. That's Same. that's what I want to see. Because we all yeah. know it's going down. All the, so, yeah, two hundred yeah, years yeah. later, like we got the prequel era Jedi, like wanting to assassinate people and blinded by the dark. Yeah, like I want to see yeah. that. That's what I'm most excited about. Obviously, the Nile are, are cool and stuff like that, but I think they're just they're going to be a symptom, not a not a uh, mm-hmm. not the insides. That like right now we're seeing the Jedi being like. I see it through music. I see it through as, as an ocean. That's where you don't see that in the prequel era, except for maybe Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon mm-hmm. is the most, like the best Jedi in the prequel era. And then he gets killed. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if the, if the Nihil are going to be used as kind of the, the, well, just kind of like the agitator that mm-hmm. pushes, like, cause we already know, we already know worse things are going to, are going to come just from Elzar, Elzar's uh, vision. So we know that things are going to get more desperate. And I'm wondering if the desperation that the Nihil are going to create is going to drive the Jedi to a point where they start crossing their own boundaries. Yeah. Because we've already we've already heard, like they've already started kind of talking about how the the mind touch um is, you know, something that some Jedi are not comfortable with because yeah. it kind of violates the other person's free will. Whereas the bit. prequel are Jedi, just everybody just throwing her around. Right. Obi-Wan thrown around like it's candy. Just like, <laughs> let's mind touch everybody. Let's just, you know, mind trick you and you and you and you and you. And like, you kind of get it at that point because he's mostly directing it to against, you know, stormtroopers and stuff like that. But he's also doing it to like your average aliens. Yeah, you want to go home and rethink your life. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, okay. Yeah. No, like, like you can see the decline just, just from there to there. Like there's clearly declines. Yeah. Uh, but I'm wondering if, I'm wondering if the explanation for why it became necessary or acceptable is what the Nihil are kind of are kind of going to be the uh, the cause of you know you know pushing the Jedi to a point where they're facing some sort of extinction or some sort of um, extreme threat to where they actually have to start bending their own rules and then also like uh, pushing the Jedi to a more dogmatic way of thinking rather than yes. open and free. Well, I'm wondering if the love story is going to become the love story between oh. Elzar and Avar is going to become a whole thing. And yeah, then I think it will. And also, Elzar's act. visions. Yeah. Um, like they, they don't like prophecy in the prequel era. Like, there's a lot of things they can do, and they probably will. Yeah. I also want to know what the Sith are up to, but that's just me. Same, same. Because we, because the war was the war was what 500 years prior to this. Uh, so they hadn't seen a, a Sith in a th- so it's like 800 years prior. Was the last Sith was seen, right? Yo, how um, long has this been going on? What the Star Wars, Jedi, Star Wars is long. <laughs> yeah, long so, like, no, you just said eight hundred years. I'm like, I know this dates back far, but damn. Yeah, like uh, this is two hundred years before the prequel era, and yeah. the last, the last Sith, the the Sith Wars happened a thousand years prior to the prequels, and this is so eight hundred years prior to this. I think yeah. they will touch hard on that. I hope they do. I think we're gonna I, actually, I think we're gonna see more of that in the acolyte, the show that's coming, because that's yeah. that's high, that's the end of the High Republic era. That's yeah. fifty years before um, that. But I I I am a sucker for any of the books um, that go into the Sith and how they're operating and stuff like that. Like the um, yep. the Legends Darth Bane trilogy is one of the best Star Wars trilogies there is. Um, I feel like I read one of those. Drew Capricion, Carpician. Like yeah. literally, like he, a lot of his stuff that he set up with, like the rule two, just became canon just because it was so well done. So um, well 
also the Darth Plagueis book for Legend, which was literally like two months away from being canon before, like it came out two months before Disney took over. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like it's like canon adjacent. Deals yeah. a lot with like how Plagueis and Sidious were influencing the uh, the Senate and stuff like that, and like the Trade Federation. All all of it, I just want it, and I want to know what they're doing in the High Republic. Because they're not they're not sitting idly by, obviously, because it's two hundred years later they take over. Um, I, like yeah, that's what I want to know. And just so we don't like go into something else, <laughs> to keep <laughs> on with the book. Uh, Sean, what was you were asking? Like, where where do we think they're gonna go next? No, what do you want to see them really dive? Uh, like, what are you excited to see them dive into next? Like, what's what's the next thing you want to see fleshed out? Like. If they were to write a book, what would that book be about? Yeah. That would make you go, "Oh my gosh, I have to read this" because I was that interested in it from the Light of the Jedi. At first, I was kind of hoping that, like the the Night Hills weren't going to be like so crazy po- problematic, but that literally changed my mind right as I started the book. The Night Hills <laughs> were so freaking cool. Like, I'm yeah. like, they're space Vikings, but they don't care. It yeah. don't. Um, I didn't expect that at first, but then like immediately I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm wrong." Uh, I, but uh, I'm I mainly the Jedi just to see him like as you guys are talking about just change and just die, just see it all collapse almost. Yeah. But definitely the Night I just want to see what they do and how much destruction they they give into this universe. And I also want to know what that rock is that Marshy Underworld has. <laughs> Because yeah, I'm convinced that it somehow separates someone from the Force. Like, somehow. Like, I don't know what it did. It, like, I'm pretty sure it's a Sith relic. Well, that's that's what I'm thinking. Like, I got I got heavy Sith vibes from him. But not in that he is Sith. I, I don't think he's a Sith. A, I think he, he's he, a tool. I got, I got a theory that I just thought of right now. What if his family... Yeah was part of the sith cult that was on exegol that we saw in uh-huh. uh, rise of skywalker and uh-huh. the reason why he his father or whatever left is because of that rock or whatever whatever the uh-huh. heck it is i think i think his family was sith cultist well we know that we know that the jedi did something to him exactly like he has his his big old his big plan seems to be writing some wrong that we do not yet have any sort of idea for that was perpetrated by the Jedi in his in his perspective. Yeah, which which is interesting because, well, it's interesting because like the Jedi at this point are pretty decent people. Like, yeah, clearly there's probably some there's Maybe. probably some fuckery happening in the background. Maybe some skier skier's a little bit edgy, but you know he's a Kandosian, yeah. so he, that can't be helped. Exactly, exactly. So it's like you can't imagine that the Jedi are all that bad, but someone having a vendetta against them sure why not like that you know you get some warped individuals out there who have like a warped view of reality and maybe that's maybe something happened so like he's got he's got a he's got a revenge scheme going on i don't know i don't know what it is it probably has something to do with the rock i'm wondering if like that rock is going to be like to your point like if it separates someone from the force i'm wondering if he's going to use it to like try to separate someone someone from the force and essentially ruin them as a Jedi, because they were somehow involved. In the oh, plot. it's gonna be it's gonna be Loden that the, he's tested on, obviously. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And didn't they also? He also killed. Um, oh, what was his name? the The guy he killed that he said that he killed his father. Or he, so he thinks. Oh, he doesn't know who killed his father. He's just no. no yeah. I know that's the thing. Like Cassif, when uh, yeah, he basically lured him out into that battle and then just surrendered him there. I feel yeah, like and then made him a martyr. It's gonna be a massive section in the uh, in the books when they come around to seeing who actually killed his father. Yeah, <laughs> it was Plagueis. It's like what? Well, I, yeah, I have a feeling it has something to do with the Santecas. Yeah, like oh, I hundred percent. It's like 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 because Mari Santeca was set up with like that whole setup initially happened with Marshan Rose's father. So like I feel like there's more also. A little bit of LGBTQ plus representation there with the uh, Sentecas. Did not realize that until like a couple days ago. I was like, "Wait, they're a gay couple." Like, oh, 
Oh, cool. All right. All right. All right. I see that. Yeah. I didn't even, um, I didn't notice it. Honestly, it was like it was just yeah. there. Yeah, it, it that's took how me, it, it took was me, written. Yeah, it took me rereading it later to be like, oh yeah, that happened. Oh wait, they were they were married. They were a couple. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Interesting. And why uh, doesn't the Jedi just go to bang on Naboo? Why is it always Naboo? <laughs> I know. Seriously. Seriously. Anyways. So yeah, so with the Santecas, like I'm wondering if there was some sort of agreement between the Santeca family and the Rose. And somehow something got in the way. And the Santecas decided to take uh what's his name? Daddy Bro. They decided to take Daddy Bro out. Yeah, Martian, and who, and who knows how assuming. this yeah. the species that Martian is, who knows how long they live. So yeah, he, he exactly. could he could be like three hundred years old already. And easily, so gross. There's there's a lot <laughs> they can do. Uh huh. There's a uh, the new uh, the new comic that's coming out this month shows Avar Chris riding a rancor, and I'm like, what the heck is happening? Wow. Is are, are the comics like going off of like the higher public? Yep. So they started like their own thing too. Okay. Yeah, it's it's they're all intertwining and stuff like that, like Yoda. In the, one of the mm -hmm. comics, when he's uh, he actually gets on Martian Rose ship and he finds the rock, so, mm -hmm. like it's just a purple glow or whatever in a chest, and he's like, Oh, and that's all we've seen. Um, we've seen a lot of Skier and his now his former Padawan, now Knight, who's one of the Fallen 20. Um, but we know that she becomes a master. It, there's a lot that they're interweaving, interwining, uh, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. with each other um a lot of the like the drengear and the nihil are showing up um uh, there's characters that are showing up in the books that are now in comics and then coming back into the books um stuff like that a lot of really cool stuff happening so much i feel like after more we after in the years we go with this we're gonna i'm gonna read more and then i'm gonna be like oh so that's this person from the light of the jedi yeah, well, like, so Stellan Geos, who's, like, part of the trio, is his Padawan, now Knight, is the one of the main characters in Test of Courage. And then um, one of the... Wraith Silas from Test of Dark, he's the Padawan of Jorah Mali, who is the master who got blown up in the uh, the battle. Yeah. So like, there's a lot of stuff like that happening. So anyway, I, I, have you guys got anything final thoughts you want to say on the book? I really enjoyed it. I don't think that's a surprise. Oh. No, 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 no. It was it was definitely it was definitely a good it was definitely a good jumping off point for me um, for this. Like, I'm excited about this. I, I mean, we've talked about this in previous episodes. We're like, I'm very excited about this new chapter. Like, it's very cool. But like, this was a good. It was it was it was epic enough to feel like it belonged in the, in the you know the ongoing story of Star Wars, um, so I'm happy about that. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm curious to find out more about Martian Rowe. I I will say like currently I picture him does you know, like you know you guys know Prince Aldrin from yeah. um, that, that's kind of the look I was going for. That's like, exactly what I think of him as. <laughs> I'm sure I'll be I'm sure I'll be a little off by a little bit, but I'm excited to kind of see him rendered in a little uh, more detail for us. Like put something out that kind of gave those vibes. Let me find the picture. Keep talking, I'll okay. find the picture for you. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to see him fleshed out. Um I find him I think he's quite quite a bit more scheming than we maybe initially gave him credit for. And um, smart. Like legitimately smart. Yeah, so I'm excited to see how that um, kind of plays out how he ends up uncovering probably more rampant corruption in the Republic. That'll be exciting to see. Um, but yeah, overall, just a fantastic book that like really, honestly, it's got me got me nice and excited. Same as far as being the first Star Wars book I ever read. Um, I don't know if this was the best place to start, but that's his winter gear. Oh, nice. Oh, it looks interesting. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to read more and to probably read more of these other books to get more of an idea. Uh, definitely will be going through it again, though. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of things I missed. But it's a great yeah, start. 
it, it probably helps to read it probably helps to read um kind of like a, a synopsis of the book like maybe even like a detailed synopsis to kind of get all the pieces put together but then additionally what i found helpful was like looking at other people's takeaways on like similar to what we're doing now like like looking at other people's takeaways from the book and kind of looking at some of the things that people are tying together um i've learned a lot from kind of looking at that um so yeah that's probably a good a good it's, next step it's probably a good idea i mean i've people i don't know i i just finished the book yesterday so i barely had time to do a lot of those things <laughs> but i yeah. think in the next coming few weeks i will be doing those and then also probably starting the other books that are out so far nice uh what book are we going to do next Cuck? uh i mean if you guys want to obviously <laughs> do into Fuck i think in, into the dark is probably the bigger one test of courage is a short and sweet kind of thing so up to you guys i'm already i'm already done them so oh i'm sure yeah yeah i, I i'm i guess i'm more or less curious like which one i should dive into next just so we can talk about it soon i think the one that um, affects more things overall would be into uh -huh. the dark however cool. test of courage does bring up some cool lore stuff in terms of just how the jedi are working and how even the sith like they they talk about red lightsabers and stuff like that but i, I, I would like say as overall lore. story is into the dark i wasn't okay. hoping of what we should start with next because they both sound really good. <laughs> I was say, both of those sound like great options guys <laughs> like in, i would say test of courage get it out of the way it's only four hours mm -hmm. in and, terms of like yeah. an audiobook and Done. it's short and sweet Yep, done. We'll do that one next. Fine, right I honestly don't think we need an entire podcast for it because it's, like I said, short. short. We might just touch it and then go into into the dark. Yeah, or just talk amongst ourselves. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, but yeah, uh, that was that was good. Um, obviously, if a new Star Wars book gets announced, we'll read it. I hope I want you guys when the new one comes out to be caught up. So then when that one comes out, then we only have one. Hey, we got two months. Yeah. We'll be fine. Um, it only took us, what, a month to read the last one? Yeah. I was, and he's, I was he's, he's just glaring at me right now. Like, you got to read it faster. I'm like, I know. I'm sorry. Like, just go to the bathroom and read it. Listen to it. Play, <laughs> play like, a game in the background and listen to it. It's, that's what I do. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll make sure to go faster for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, cool. with that. We end this one. Uh, welcome to the the first book club of Sheev's Throne Room podcast. Yeah. The archives are incomplete. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice. Have a good one, everybody. All right. See you later. <laughs>